This is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. And whatever else interests us. Be sure to like AM Reviews on Facebook and check out our YouTube channel at AM Reviews. And follow us on Instagram at Moe's underscore TV16. And at just underscore Adrian underscore underscore. Which will be linked in our podcast. Thanks for listening. So, this is an old one now. Uh, because someone likes to wait before they see good movies. Um, but this was this is Glass. So this is the end of the trilogy by M. Night. Oh, I'm going to say his name wrong. Um, Shamil. Shamil. <laughs> That's definitely not it. I was going to get it right before you said anything. Uh, more right. Shyamalan. It's M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, see? There it is. M. Night Shyamalan. Um, well, his series, his superhero series, starting with... Um, oh, jeez. Uh, Unbreakable with... Unbreakable. Um, exactly. With Bruce what's Willis. His name? And Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson. Unbreakable. Then we had Split, which we did review a while ago. Um, with James McAvoy. Really good movie. I think his best acting I've seen. And then Glass. So Glass follows Samuel Jackson's character um, and kind of completes the story arc um, and confirms this superhero world that M. Night Shyamalan has created. Yeah, um, but just going back to the past movies, I haven't seen Unbreakable, but I did see Split. Okay. Okay. I still feel like I was missing something. How so? We'll get into it later. It's mainly because I wanted to see more of this one character, but um, we'll, we'll get into it later. But do you want to kind of break down the, I guess, the, the plot of the movie a little bit? Yeah. So um, Glass, oh, geez, it starts um, <coughs> essentially uh, so oh, I, split. I, 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 I James, got to take it. No, no, James, James Maxwell's character um, in Split um, has been hunted down essentially by um, – mental health services. I mean, the police are looking for him um, because he's still doing things. The Horde, or the Beast, um, was still doing some shady things with girls. Um, And the police finally catch him this time with the help of Bruce Willis's character due to his kind of like powers. His powers of like um, inhibition, I guess. (laughs) I think his powers are like... Well, he can tell... How who's good or bad? Person, yeah, who's good or bad? And he has super strength, and I think that's my that might be it. I'm not sure. Yeah, his powers uh, kind of vague. It very, very. Um, but essentially, they but they both get caught at the same time because you know he finally breaks in. He finds um Jay McAvoy's character, beats him up a little bit. They fight, um, and then the police come and get them and put them in this mental health facility where Mr. Glass is. Yes. And um right. He's the most interesting character. Which, he is. Which I was trying to say like I I wanted to see more of him. That's why I felt like I was missing something. Hmm. Just going back to Unbreakable, which I've never seen. Well, you definitely get more from there. Yeah. Um I, there was a few flashbacks, but it, it just wasn't enough. Really, they spent a lot of time with um James McAvoy as the beast. Yes. And I guess some with the overseer. 
Yes. Sarah Paulson. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. That's who was his character. But um, Sarah Paulson was also a big star in this one. Um, she kind of ran the mental health facility, um, creating all kinds of things to like channel the different personalities within um, Kevin, right? Um, and yeah, yeah. She's trying to tell them that they don't have superpowers. Right. She's trying so just to make it up. Yeah. You, it's all in your head. You have a mental health problem. We're trying to fix you so you can be rehabilitated and put back into the world. Right. And while doing this, they've medicated Mr. Glass because his powers, he's super smart. He's very brittle. His bones break with like the wind, but he's very smart. Um, and he'll easily break out, but they drug him, or they thought. Um, he caught on and was hiding the pills in his wheelchair I and mean, pretending to be dumb during the day while at night which this is where i mean the story doesn't make sense he gets around without the camera seeing him somehow um unless he wants him to see him it's yeah it was it was a little confusing because they said well yeah he made us see him at this point so we could get distracted mm-hmm. but he did all this other stuff while just rolling around in a wheelchair how long is the security just idle, not doing anything? Right. It's I'll Talk about security. There's that weird moment where um, one of Kevin's egos was seducing the security guard. It's a very weird scene, but it worked. So it's it's, it was, it's an interesting movie, um, but they end up, you know, Mr. Glass's plan is to break out and fight so they can show the world. And in a way, he wins. He gets set for his plan. Yeah, he said this is an origin story for superheroes. But I I think they should have said superhuman beings instead of superheroes because they weren't trying to save anybody. Oh, so you had okay. So in order to be a superhero, you have to save people. A hero does save uh, people. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I never broke it down like that. I guess you're right. Uh, I guess technically, it's because, I mean, because in the traditional stories, everyone who has powers picks a side. Um, but I guess if you live in a world where powers exist, technically you don't have to do anything. I guess they're always, so the weird characters in the X-Men movies, or X-Men comic books, those are people who don't fix sides. You're right. They're just super. Yeah, super human get, beings. You always get the people who like live in the underground, who look weird, have skin conditions, because they're like a half reptile thing, mutant, who are always like in the background of the movies, who are like scared to say something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looks very much more interesting. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought that Bruce Willis's character was the least interesting one. Maybe because of how he acted. I don't know. I, I just didn't care for him. What this movie shows, Bruce Willis is old. All of his scenes, you could just tell it was just his back was hurting the whole time. Like, so stale. <laughs> did the least. He did the least. Um, they, let, they let James McAvoy do all the heavy lifting in that realm, you know. Um, but it was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting, but I. I I really wanted to see more of Mr. Glass. Um, what I, what I want, how old is Mr. Glass's mom? <laughs> they did the makeup, and she was still, but she she must be at least 102. <laughs> but she was aged up to look only 65. And and he looks pretty old. <laughs> exactly. He looked at least 74. Um, <laughs> I think that's how old Samuel L. Jackson is. I, it, my point. So, 
I don't <laughs> They're probably like the same age, or she I, might be younger. I think the actor, actress is younger. Um, <laughs> but I don't quite... If he had a girlfriend or something, maybe it would make more sense, but it could. I just kept looking at her face, and it was very, like, claymation. Like, it, it was very bad. And she was able-bodied. Yeah. And everything. She's definitely 107 years old. Um, <laughs> she should not be able to function in this way at this point in time. Or no, not at all. Right. So, so the big plot twist at the end of the movie, um, it turns out that this was a health facility whose the person running it is a part of this organization who is in charge of making sure people with superhuman abilities never believe they actually have them or they kill them. Yeah, and I guess that's a way to keep balance so no superhuman-powered being comes out of hiding. It's like anti-shield, pretty much. And yeah. but that's I, just, I, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna go on their talk about their weaknesses. Um, <clears throat> I don't like the overseer's weakness. I, I know he had Water. a fear of drowning whenever he was younger. It's no different than Storm being claustrophobic. Ridiculous fears. <laughs> the reasons you can't be great. Yeah, but man, just if he just put in water, he's just done. Done. <laughs> it's clobbering time. Flashbacks. Done. <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, terrible. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Um, so he just drowned to death in a puddle. Um, <laughs> very anticlimactic. They tried to make it very intense, but it was just a puddle. His head yeah. was pushed into a puddle, and he died. Um, they but, shot Kevin when he wasn't the beast. And then Mr. Glass. Glass didn't he just trip or something? It pushed him out of his chair? No, it, it was um, finally, the beast hit him. Oh, that's right. Punched him in the chest. <laughs> and he couldn't recover you know, remember the SpongeBob show? My bones are made of glass. Oh yeah. And my skin is a paper. I break bone every morning. But you boys, you boys need to sell the chocolate. <laughs> Please buy these chocolate holding bags. <laughs> That's all I could think of when I heard see Mr. Glass is that fish. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's funny. But it's um, so sad. And him, oh, the, the flashback when he was a little kid at the fair on the little turntable things. Again, very intense. But if you would just zoom out the camera, hilarious. Um, <laughs> but it's so sad. It it was kind of funny how the beast it's hit st- him and how he reacted. <laughs> He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> he clearly didn't hit him that hard. It would he collapsed that man's chest. Like, <laughs> how are you supposed to respond to that? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm not going to say it's a terrible acting job, but it didn't look <laughs> believable. It was nice to see Nick Fury if he had powers. <laughs> but essentially, they were just Nick Fury powers <laughs> in a wheelchair. Yeah, he's not really any different. He's just super smart. It's, he is Nick Fury. <laughs> he's Nick Fury's walk. father. It's his father. Jim Fury. 
<laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to rewind a little bit. But yeah. I was kind of confused on how they got their powers. I know Mr. Glass set them up to get their powers. Yeah. But so how, how did it, that all come about? To me, it reminds me of the thing where, um, for example, there's tons of videos and it's like proof with adrenaline and stuff. If, let's say, you're in a car accident and someone passes by and they want to open the door of that car. Some people, with just their pure will, can open the car door with their strength, with superhuman strength. Like they should not, on paper, should not be able to do that thing. Why don't you group people lift a car off of a person? Well, you know, stuff like that. So there are instances where, in tight situations, your body can compensate and give yourself enhanced abilities to a normal extent. So I think what the movie was saying is when that happens in this universe, you get actual super abilities. Okay. That's what I got. Okay. They're not necessarily born with it, but they go through a traumatic experience and develop it based on the trauma. Okay. Okay, I see now. Don't know if that explains Mr. Glass, though. <laughs> no. It doesn't. No, not, not at all. Like, where did his power come from? <laughs> he was just smart. He was, broke his bones many times. His brain had more room to grow. I don't know. I'm thinking that he had to be born like that. Just his broken. mom must have the, like, she must have whatever uh, Wolverine's having. <laughs> just live forever. <laughs> and age slowly. And even yeah. the fact, I mean, at the end, so they, Mr. Glass's whole thing is he releases the security footage to, um, to the events so the world can see the existence of superheroes. And it works. The footage is leaked. Um, I Well, for Sarah Paulson's scream, iconic. <laughs> iconic. It's, it comes from a deep place in her soul. <laughs> it's a very deep scream. And she does it often. She did it in Bird Box. She did it. She does it in every season of American Horror Story she's in. It's a very deep, hearty scream that only she can make. And I'm so glad they worked it into this film. It made. It's the equivalent to the snot from Viola Davis. It's iconic. <laughs> it is her calling card. This is the cherry on top. It's the cherry on top. Just get her in a room by herself. One camera, one mic. <laughs> That's how she sounds. Well, at that point, she realized she was screwed because the footage was released of superhuman right. beings. Right. So I would love to see the movie, the follow-up to this, is what happens to her? What does this organization do? I want to see that movie. I want to see the men in black of this universe. I want to know what happens. Yeah, but... Well, there has to be somebody that opposes them. I don't. I don't know the world. Like, <laughs> you can't do this to people. Um, well, then you got a whole bunch like, of court cases. But it's probably like a fake Richard Nixon president who allows it or something like that. Like in uh, X Men. But wow. I, was, I was reading back up um, on this movie, and they said that. But how do you say his name? Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan. He is not going to be making another movie dealing with these characters. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, unfortunately. But that's for now. I mean, he took so much time in between Unbreakable and Split. Right. You never know. It's true. And it's not like he makes a whole bunch of great movies. 
Oh, wow. Life of Pi? <laughs> what I'm saying is his, his movies okay, have been critically destroyed. Good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't say anything. Slumdog Millionaire? <laughs> he directed that one? Did he? I'm not really sure. I just said it. I think he did. I'm not really sure. I gotta look that up because I actually really like that movie. I think he did. No, he didn't do that. Oh dang it, Danny he's... Boyle. Oh, Danny Boyle, interesting. Now he's in he's 16 years between Unbreakable and Split. Well, let's just run down some. The Sixth Sense. So, yeah, that's I see dead people. He did that. Yeah, he he did that. Um, um, oh, The Last Airbender. That's right. Terrible. Oh, oh I hate that movie so I... much. He he destroyed a franchise. Just took the last. The happening. Well, I never saw that. After Earth. Oh, you know that's bad. It's only bad because it Will Smith. It's bad because it's Will Smith. It's like the movie got worse ratings because he should have been better. I feel like that's why it was bad. If it was a no name, probably would get a better reception. Fifty percent, maybe. I, I would say fifty. It has an eleven on Rotten Tomatoes right now. So, <laughs> after Will Smith's worst movie, I would agree. But it, <laughs> he hasn't really made that many movies. Uh, I get he has big titles though. Stuart Little. You know. He made that. I guess I, I don't know if he's in it or on it or wrote for it or. It's on his list of attributes. Oh. Not sure how he was involved. Well, he, he didn't direct it. Uh, Rob Minkoff. Because he just worked on it. Maybe he was a producer. But, yeah, he... M. Night Shyamalan, he, uh, he has some ups and some downs. And I would say this one is kind of in the middle for Glass. Sure. Split was really good, though. I love Split, yes. But let's talk about um, some of the characters in Glass. Uh, we, we've already seen a lot about um, uh, James McAvoy's character, the right. Horde. But what is this obsession he has with teenage girls? I, I'm not sure where that came from. <laughs> well, it is Hollywood, and it's very, it's very creepy place. Um <laughs> So, you know, like that's all of that kidnaps. I, I thought that this was just a coincidence that he just went after them nope. in that first movie for Split. Nope, that is the casting call. Well, I I, I guess that's it about that. But <laughs> um, <laughs> he he does a really good job of changing characters or changing people in the herd, the horde. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's he's a really great actor, full body actor. Yeah, um, but one thing I kind of dislike, maybe it was the direction by the director, but nine year olds don't talk like that. Like, come on. Wait, what? I said nine year olds don't talk like that. Oh, what? changes into um, is it well, Henry? I, I thought it was good. He's de- he he sounds young. He sounds young, but what I'm saying is like talking with like your tongue like that. That's that's more of like maybe five. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, well, 
He could be nine. Oh, he's not a he's not a smart nine. <sighs> I guess he's like delayed in the age even. I guess, but they they just don't talk like that. That's <laughs> nine year olds don't talk like that. <laughs> uh, but other than that, um, James McAvoy, perfect acting job. Oh yeah, Bruce Willis. I feel like he just phoned it in. Well, he's he was old. so bland. He did his best. Really? He didn't. He didn't intend for this to happen. He didn't sign up for this. Well, he was at the end of split, so he knew that what was coming. He didn't sign up for this. <laughs> well, what even do you mean by even this? even being in in split, like he didn't. Back in the day, you didn't make movies like this. You didn't go back to back for the heck of it. No, no. You made a movie and you let it sit for a while. Yeah, they they did. Um, but the way that they ended Split, you knew that something else was gonna come after that. Yeah, I mean, I, he's I mean he sucked it up and I, and after I mean see, after that yeah it was he knew it was coming. But I'm saying from the first one like he didn't play on this. Oh no, definitely not. I mean I didn't even see it. I never got the connection until I saw all the stuff on the internet. I will probably say the majority of people haven't seen both, or all three, or at least not on purpose. Yeah, I would say most people because, probably haven't seen Unbreakable. Well, no, I would no, I would say a lot of people have, just not the people who are watching these movies. Oh. Because it's an old movie, so it's a movie for people who are much older than us who <laughs> probably remember it. <laughs> it comes on TNT, I'm pretty sure, like all the time. Really. I'd never heard of this movie before. I've this. heard. I, I have it. I think we have the DVD in my house. What? Mm-hmm. Balky bought DVDs. It's old it is. <laughs> so there is a large audience that saw it. It's just I highly doubt these people went to go see Split or Glass. Well, I mean, I, I didn't see Split in movie theaters, but that's um, true. I saw but it. <laughs> even the people who saw Split and Glass probably have never seen Unbreakable for the most part. Yeah, that that's it's two different that. demographics. Yeah, I, I'm a part of the later demographic. Yeah. But what what did you think of Unbreakable? You saw it, right? Yeah, it's a classic movie for its time. It's, I mean, <laughs> it was nothing special. It was just Bruce Willis in his prime. <laughs> but but the way they describe it is like Samuel Jackson with his character is just so good, and then. Bruce Willis, like they describe it as a masterpiece. And you see, and, and then the different spectrums. Bruce Willis is famous as getting old, and so is his acting skills. Samuel Jackson is famous, but, but he's getting old, and his acting skills are like honed in. He's always been great, but then like he he plays in a lot of movies though, like a lot. Oh yeah. Um, and Bruce doesn't. <laughs> what was his last significant movie? Pretty sure he was in Expendables. I don't watch that. Yeah, it's movie for old people. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the actors. It's for old actors. Get a few young faces in there. But most of them are just, you know, they were action heroes of the 90s. And uh, they want to uh, relive from that stuff. So they just blow stuff up. Well, he was in Death Wish. Um, that was last year. Oh, that's right. You know, I, I've never been that interested in Bruce Willis's movie. Well, it's a different age demographic. Yeah, but those early 2000 movies, he, he made a good bit of them. Yeah. 
and I, I, I saw a couple, but he was never an actor that I just like. You, you know how you, you see still, an actor and you're like, I, I want to see that movie. I would say he's not for our age audience, and still isn't. <laughs> so that's why you're not interested. <laughs> He'll never be for our age group. I, I guess, but look at Samuel Jackson. He's in our audience. The movies he he does are pop movies. Oh, well, they're pop, yeah, pop culture, like Pulp Fiction, and um, I mean, of course, all the Avenger movies and. Every other movie he's been in has been like a pop culture magnet. That's true, but he's been in so many movies. He's right. playing on at least about three movies a year. Right. I want to. He's, he's Denzel and Morgan Freeman status. Oh yeah, definitely. But he stays busier than them. I would think. Oh in yeah. Movies. Now. I think that's just because of Marvel, though. Well, when you think about it, he hasn't been in that many Marvel movies. He's been in almost all of them. No. What? No, he hasn't. Name the ones he hasn't been in. Um, he I'm wasn't including, in Civil War. I'm including uh, the cut scenes, or the um, credit scenes. Okay. He, he wasn't in Civil War. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in Thor Ragnarok. He wasn't right. in... Um, what, what else came out in 2016? Um... Thing, I'm trying to remember. He wasn't in a good bit. I'm just saying he's been. <laughs> but he's been in he the majority. I say maybe half. Maybe. I'd say majority. Nah. See, look, he see, he went missing after Age of Ultron. Like mm-hmm. he he didn't show up after that. Right. The next time we saw him was. I guess Endgame. No, no, it was Captain Marvel. That was the next time we saw him. So he missed what three, four movies? What? No, it was more than that. They they release at least two a year. Yeah, so that's what two years. So four movies. No, no, that's four years. Twenty fifteen and twenty nineteen. He was in something in between there. What? What was it? <laughs> He wasn't in Infinity War. He wasn't in Black Panther. Well, it came out 2017. He wasn't in Thor Ragnarok, not in Guardians of the Galaxy, not in uh, Captain America Civil War, or what was the other movie that came out in 2016? I, I can't remember. Let me see. All the movies. I just, does no one oh, have Dr. Just Strange. a list? Doctor Strange. He was not in that. That came out in 2016. Why is Google being so difficult? I just want a running list of movies. <sighs> so the last movie that he was in before Captain Marvel was Age of Ultron. So... Recurring cast members. Uh, Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson... So he was in. Oh, this doesn't break it down fairly either. Well, we can just run down from the beginning. Well, I'm, just, the I'm just trying to find a list to, so we don't miss anything. Okay. Okay, it's One. 24 movies. Okay, I see the list. So he was in Iron Man. 
Iron Man 2. He was in Thor. The first one. Yeah, so that's one, two, three. Captain America, four. The Avengers, five. <sighs> Iron Man, three. Let me see. No, he wasn't in that. Wasn't in Dark World, was he? <laughs> I've never finished it. I don't think so. I don't think he was in there. Um, Winter Soldier, he was in. Yeah. The Guardians. Nope. I don't. No, I don't think so. Ultron, he was in. Yep, he was in Age of Ultron. He was mm, Ant Man. He was gone during this time. Yeah, he was gone. Civil War, he was gone. Gone. Doctor Strange still gone. Yep. Was not in Galaxy Two. Then we have Spider Man Homecoming. That's. Then we have. Mm, he was. He wasn't in Ragnarok, right? No, he was not. Was not in Black Panther. Then we have Infinity War. He was mm, not in Ant Man the Wasp. Captain Marvel. In games 11, Far From Home is 12. So of the movies, he's been in exactly half. Yeah. Exactly half. I said about 50%. Interesting. Well, we got to watch Dark World and confirm that he wasn't in that one. And then we can say for sure. We're not going back to watch that. (laughs) We can say for sure he wasn't in it. Uh, That movie's not in existence. Oh, it was so, oh, it was so boring. Uh, the ether. But, okay, exactly half. He's been in more Marvel movies than anybody else. But even being in half, I think that is why he's take out these Marvel movies and he would be not as active. I wouldn't say that. He's been... Uh, so, let but, me go down his list of movies. Between 2008 and 2019, what has he done? He was in Shaft. That was earlier uh-huh. this year. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He was in Django 2012. Okay. The Hitman's Bodyguard 2017. Uh-huh. Um, let me see. Uh, the Kingsman movie, the first one. Okay, four. The Hateful Eight. Five. Um, Kong Skull Island. Six, 2017. I really like enjoyed him in um, Kong oh, yeah. Skull Island. Oh yeah. He the Legend of Jackson. Tarzan in 2016. Seven. Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Oh, he was in that. Huh. I didn't see it. I'm just running down the list. <laughs> he. Unthinkable. I'm not sure what that is. That was in 2010. Lakeview Terrace. 2008. Incredibles 2, last year, 2018. Big game. I don't know what that is. Now, 2014. See, now see, the problem with this is you got to go and look at these movies and see what was actually a feature film and what was just a side project. Because <laughs> if you do that, if you do that uh, what's his face? Denzel Washington has been in plenty of movies this past couple of years. Um, but, but you know he plays a lot of side characters in movies. Yeah, but but if the movie is a side movie, that that need to be counted. Oh, 
No, you can count it. If he shows up in it and it, anytime Sam, Sam I mean, by Jackson that rate, is in a movie. Look, by that rate, Brenda Song has been very active lately. Um, but I but think then you consider her a ghost. <laughs> but then you can't count the Marvel movies, it. though. You can't count all the Marvel movies because he's barely been in. He's been in tiny little bits. Well, I'm not saying that the role can be small, but the movie needs to be big. Oh, okay. If the movie wasn't released in all 50 states, it wasn't. Was it even a movie? Like, <laughs> we don't need no independent projects or, or uh, indie films. Um, well, a good bit of these films were kind of big. A good bit, yeah, you're right. Shaft, Django. The Hitman's Bodyguard. Right. Of course, Glass. Uh, Kingsman, The Secret Service. The Hateful right. Eight. So he's he's played some pretty big parts in Kongsko Island. Yeah. I wish they'd bring him back. I know he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see him get stomped by King Kong again. <laughs> Mother! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was funny. Kong Skull Island is still the best movie in that oh whole gosh. series. Oh, I I haven't seen the most recent one. I know you did. You mean Godzilla? No, no. The is it Godzilla with the fighting monsters written in the title? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Trash. <laughs> so I heard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's visually spectacular, but other than that, garbage. But they are making a Godzilla vs. Kong that's supposed to come out in 2020. So I'm looking forward to that. But we've gone way off topic, as we usually do. Right. Um, Um, Glass. Right. Glass is great. Well, it's mediocre. (laughs) (laughs) It's if it wasn't Bruce Willis, James McAvoy and Samuel Jackson. No one would have seen it. (laughs) Oh, no. This no. The this cast is great. Straight to DVD. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Still could have been, honestly, but uh, <laughs> good for them. Yeah. Um, I, I would I would have liked to see more of Samuel L. Jackson's character. What the doing what? Mr. Glass is about. But doing well, what? More about his life, really. You want more backstories? Yeah, I, I need more With backstory. With his ancient mom? <laughs> I don't really care that much about the mother. It more just like time. what makes him so smart. I mean, I, I know he plans stuff saying. out well, but it's not like we saw it so clearly. Right. It's more of just like stuff in the background. His didn't make sense. No, it didn't. And why is he so obsessed with comic books and making superheroes? I don't know. See, that's how this movie goes down in the rating. Because we, we don't know why he is doing this. The motivations. Yeah, but besides loving comic books and wanting, I guess, superhumans to come about more, I, I don't know what this obsession with superheroes is with him. To risk your own life for that. Yeah, I don't... Uh, doesn't quite make all the sense in the world. <laughs> yeah, um... I thought I had seen a pretty good amount of uh, James McAvoy's character with the Horde. He yeah, actually got a lot of camera lot. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I really didn't care too much for Bruce Willis's character. He was no. the more boring one. 
Das ist just. I was kind of confused. <laughs> I was kind of confused on like what his powers were until after I saw like reviews on the movie. I'm like, what really? Super strength <laughs> and um, intuition. <laughs> But it was so hard to see. Good. It's hard to see that whenever he's fighting the beast because these these fighting scenes are below average. Well, it's, Bruce is very old. He might be glass. <laughs> These fighting scenes are nothing to go. Um, what was what was harder to watch, the fighting scenes or um, James McAvoy walk staircase in uh, X Men: The Phoenix? Which <laughs> what was harder to watch? <laughs> oh, there's got to be the the fight scenes in this movie. Really. I thought the ones in Dark Phoenix, whenever he was walking up those stairs, I thought that was funny. <laughs> it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be so sad and messed up. But <laughs> It's supposed to be, but I thought it's it was like funny. like something out of a Family Guy sketch. I... <laughs> and it just hit it so hard. He like, she couldn't lift him up to hover above the steps. He had to hit his foot on every step. <laughs> it, it was hard to watch and it was funny. Right, it's, it's two feelings at once, but it's the, terrible. It, it is terrible. I, I'm terrible. I want to see the behind the scenes filming of that scene. <laughs> who 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 showed him how to do that? Who told him? Who described what TV is to do? Well, it, it was pretty good acting. I mean, he. He did his job. I assume he was on a harness or something. Probably, but he still did a great job in that part. <laughs> yeah. It was still funny, though. <laughs> but these fight scenes were just... Ugh. I'm like, can we get over this? Like this, I'm done with this. Yeah. And it seemed like the the third act lasted so long. You know how they were trying to escape from the mental... <laughs> That was a lot. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, uh, can we get on with this? It dragged a little bit. <laughs> Is this water sanitary? <laughs> Poor Bruce. Uh, I, I guess. <laughs> he, he phoned this one in. He just got the paycheck. Uh, yeah, he had to. His name was on it. So we need you back. You're not doing nothing else. Get over here. <laughs> yeah, because everybody else outshined him. For the most part. Did you really care about his son, Bruce Willis? I thought his son had some interesting dialogue conversations. And, um, did I care about him? No, but he's a good character. I was kind of confused on whether he believed that he had no superpowers or whether he thought he had a mental health issue. No, I think he believed he had the superpowers, but he was very much questioned and like, like I really don't now you're making me question it. Like, but he definitely does. Okay, because everybody else, their I guess attachment to a real person, they yeah. believe that they had a superpower. Right. Yeah, I'd say he believed. 
he believed, but he really questioned it. Mm-hmm. It's like, am I crazy? Like that's what he gave the look he gave himself after he met with her. Yeah. Um. But we can go ahead and wrap this up. Um. If you don't have anything else to say about it. Yeah, that's that's uh pretty much it. I say why it's pretty entertaining. Um. Cause, I mean, it is Samuel Jackson and James McAvoy. So yeah, definitely go watch. Yes, yeah, it's, it's entertaining in parts. Um, you might get bored a little bit, uh, but we, we also have to. Do you remember the ratings? No. So uh, I'll say them over again. So our lowest rating is trash. Right. Middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So how would you rate this movie? It's like a high background noise. Also now we're giving high, medium, low. I mean, because it's like background noise is harsh. Like they worked hard on this. They 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 took years on this developing this. Um, really? It, it didn't seem like it because Split just came out just a couple of years ago. I'm. You're right, but. Um, this was more of like trying to capitalize on something that's old. Like everybody else is trying to do. True. Um, See that? But uh, okay, uh, we can go with that. You know, high, medium, and low when it comes to yeah. um, the rating. But this is a it's a low background noise for me. Um, low. Yeah. I mean. Interesting. Yeah. I thought some parts were boring. Um, I thought Bruce Willis phoned his um, acting <laughs> in. It's not like McAvoy he did a bunch of grace. <laughs> he could have just said no. But then it would have ruined the story. Hey, uh I guess. Uh but not that many people care. True. Um Samuel Jackson, he was great in his um oh, yeah. character. Amazing. But I, I really wanted to see more of his character. Um what's the lady's name who runs the facility? In the movie I forget. What about real life? I'm trying to remember. Oh, Sarah Paulson. Okay. Well, she was pretty good. Um, yeah, she's great. I'm telling you. Yeah, she was good. Um, I'm trying to think who else is significant. There was the, the Horde's girlfriend. She's all right. It's really Stockholm Syndrome, but... <laughs> girlfriend i mean i I felt like that was a forced relationship yeah because it's stockholm he kidnapped her and now she cares about him that's not it's not healthy oh i think it's more of like they shared a common thing because she said that her uncle did something to her and then yeah the horde he had something well his mother locked him up so it was more of like they they felt something in common while she was kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, he was about to kill her. Right. And then she said his name, which is a really dumb uh, Kevin Crump. weakness. Is that his name? Kevin Crumple Wentz. <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> That's what he is, Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> yeah, it's these weaknesses are dumb. Yeah. But um, it's really like comic book weaknesses. But I guess that plays into the theme of the movie. Yeah. 
but um yeah low background noise for me uh i thought some parts were slow they they could have done better um maybe revolve it more around mr glass mm-hmm. actually showing how he goes about doing his plan rather right. than just telling us um but i, I would give it a watch Definitely, definitely watch it. You you won't regret watching it. <laughs> I don't know about that. It, it depends on who the person is. I think you will enjoy it. Anyone will enjoy it. Samuel Jackson's hilarious. Um, and the Horde is an interesting character to to watch change and things. So for those reasons alone, it's watchable. Yeah, I would say if you like Split, then you would enjoy some parts of this. Yeah, you don't, at, have, to, at, you don't have to see Unbreakable. They play literal clips from the movie in class. Yeah, you don't have to see it because I didn't see it. Um, but <laughs> I would think that uh, I would still want to see more of Mr. Glass because it, it was too much telling and not showing. I guess. Um, but that wraps it up. Um just uh, yeah. hit us up on our Twitter or Instagram. That's going to be linked in the podcast. Uh, thank you for listening.